I'm Brooke. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Truth Fairies Podcast. The truth hurts. So we will be giving our very biased and unqualified opinions on real life situations. From reality TV, relationships, and parenting, we'll cover it all. So, so let's, let's get started. started. Hi, welcome to Truth Fairies Podcast. I'm Brooke. I'm Jamie. Good to know. Good to be back. Good to see ya. We are sorry. <sighs> We're sad. As long as it's been since we've recorded is like as long as it's been since we've hung out. So feel worse for us. Because we've lost our me time. Yep. How you been? I'm s- well. It's do you want an answer? Do you want a real answer? Yeah, I do. <laughs> not great. Good, not great. I hate. It's April and it's this weather is giving me the sads. Do you know we broke a record? Yes, we've broken many records. Like it's the going the longest amount of time with without hitting the like, 60, 60 degrees or something mm-hmm. in like since the 1800s oh or something gosh. weird. Since the pioneers decided that this land was uninhabitable. That's correct. And then it and became habitable. You know what makes me laugh is all the Californians that move here. Mm-hmm. Think about the ones that this is their first winter here. Oh. They're like, why? Everyone said it was mild. Why yeah. did I move there? Why are we here? And I, I mean, I guess it, it has been like there's not snow. Like it's been yeah. mild in that sense, but it's chilly. Just mild and a gloomy. Like I always tell people, I can handle cold. As long as it's sunny, I can handle cold. It has been gloomy and doomy. Doomy. Windy. Windy. I just, I don't want to live here right now. Let me tell you what I'm going to be doing today. Okay. I am going to Pierce, Idaho. What? I've never heard of it. Right. Because it does not, it is unrecognizably not on the map. Not on the map. Why yeah. are you going there? Because I am a mentor for a kid, a girl, at um, the Idaho Youth Challenge Academy Okay. in Pierce, and it is Mentor Weekend. So I'm going to go tomorrow, and we're going to do a service project together, Aww. which I am happy about the mentorship. I am not happy about the fact that they said the forecast is a high of 55 and rainy. <sighs> Yeah. And we're doing a service project outside. Out of the doors. From 9 to 3. Is it Pierce like Nez Pierce? Or just... it's, it's standalone Pierce. Okay. I think it's related to Nez Pierce. Okay. But it's just Pierce. Weird. Mm-hmm. Thought I knew all the Idaho cities. Well, you don't. Sometimes Aaron likes to quiz me. Like, who's the better Idahoan? And <laughs> he'll quiz me like on how many counties. I know he. this is like a game for him in the car. He really wow. does. I'm like, I was born and raised here. I know... Two counties. <laughs> I think I might know three. I know Ada. Mm-hmm. I know Canyon. Mm-hmm. I know. Hold on. Is Gooding a county? Mm, no, yeah, I don't city. think so. Yeah. Um, there's another one. There's lots more. There's like 53 <laughs> more. I think. I meant another I one I know. I, apparently, I just know two. That's okay. But you know, that doesn't make you not a true Idahoan. That's fair. Um. What? Has been tickling your fancy for the last seven weeks or whatever oh. it's been. I feel like I feel like so many things have tickled and left. You and know I'm what I just mean? Not, I am currently completely untickled. Where it's like my tickle, like it's gone. Yeah. Like I'm untick, <laughs> I'm untickleable because so many things have tickled me and left me since we've talked. Yeah. Well, one of the things that's tickling me recently, and this is just a weird thing that's only been going on for a few days. Mm. I've started watching. Um, I think it's on Hulu. I don't even know what it's on. But I'm watching about people who climb Mount Everest. Oh, 
Wow. I know. And you know how I feel about cold. I can't even look at homeless people who are outside. Cold and physical exertion. (laughs) (laughs) Cold, wind, temperature, exercise. Not eating appropriate amounts of food. I feel like they probably can't eat a lot. They can't. And they throw up a lot because they get mountain sickness and when they're acclimating. Everything about it is a giant, and, and it costs $40,000 to go. Does it really? Yes, it does, to go up and hike up the mountain. And and it is, why? Why would you pay to self-inflict torture and agony? What percentage of people die? Oh, there's a lot. Oh, so a lot. far in this season, that they've had five deaths, and it's <gasps> May. May. Oh, wait, the season of the show? The or? season of the show. Are Which, they people know. you know? Like, no. Okay, it's not like people that are like on the show and they die. Well, no, none of those yet. Oh I don't know. I'm God. only three episodes in. But, but they've what had, are the odds? They've had four Sherpas die. And Sherpas are built for this. Right. And if a Sherpa is dying, people, that is your... That's the canary in the coal mine. Yes. The minute the Sherpa drops, you, you get, get out. out. Yeah. You go. <sighs> so, uh, yeah. Did you also know, here's a good reason to have like a hamster or something, if small pets in your house drop dead, it's a sign you could be getting slowly poisoned with like gas, natural gas. Wow. I know. Wow. So, ooh. Ooh. And you know, they just leave the bodies on Everest. Yeah, they do. They don't. They were talking about that last night's episode. They were talking about people who die on Everest. That is their resting place because Mm. they don't. And then it showed a full on dead person. (gasps) I don't want to see that. Oh, he was frozen. So when global warming takes its toll, are we just going to have layers and layers of dead bodies unearthed by the I They're frog? like 25,000 <gasps> feet above sea level. Oh. So I, I thought you were going to say dead bodies. No. Like <laughs> I think Everest. it's probably. Oh, it's going to happen eventually. I mean, eventually. Yeah. Or we'll have know. another fro- great freeze like yeah. this year. Who knows? So I don't know. But it is, wow. it is shocking to me. Just everything that happens up there. Huh. I just I can't stop watching it. It doesn't seem like it. a show you would watch, but I know. now I'm like, now I kind of want to see you, it. You, need to, you just need to give it a shot. Um, so I've been watching that. I finished up The Bachelor. Um, and Lots, thoughts. I, you know. Who was, didn't know he was going right. to? Ch- Everybody. It was so knew. obvious that Gabby was completely right. How she was like, I should have trusted my gut. I should have right. just bailed. Instead of just being the Jezebel. Yeah. Because she, I mean, this is my thought, though. I think Gabby, like, he told her he wasn't going to have relations. <laughs> and I think she was like, challenge, challenge accepted. 1000%. <laughs> she so, was even in her thing like, we'll see about that. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll it's see. like, you know. We made the decision together. Yeah. Mm. But then you know what kind of, and I couldn't quite tell how they meant it. But on the after, when she was like, well, it's my free agency too. Like, you can't just say we're not going to have sex. I'm like, nobody can. Yeah, he can. I mean, you can have sex. (laughs) Like, it's... But you can't... Yeah. 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 Like, well, that should have been my decision too. Yeah, but... Oh, no, that was Ariel that said that. Oh, was it? Ariel was the one who he didn't... Who she said it took her agency away when he made that decision. And it's yeah. like, if a man had said that, right. oh, my hell, it's people not, would be crawling the walls. Yeah, having sex is not an agency thing. It's a mutual, consensual right. decision and it's like, that both have to be yeah. on board with. And if one says no, That's they it. win. That's like it. They, no wins all. No right. takes all. <laughs> so stupid. The yeah. the weird dynamics of like the feminism in The Bachelor is... is 
Yeah. A, it's completely backwards, the whole premise of the show. Yeah. But then sometimes it takes over where it's like, wait a second. Whoa, do you know what show you're on? <laughs> it's just so weird. Yeah, and stupid. I've been watching um, Love Is Blind season four. You are all into I Love Is Blind. Love that show. Um, I, I haven't watched. It. It. I've only watched one season of it. It's so good because it's like it's like if you took Married at First Sight, but then you combined all the couples and they had all dated each other. Because mm. it's like they kind of don't like each other once they meet each other. Sometimes, yeah, and then they meet the other people and then they have chemistry with them. Yeah, so it's there's multiple layers. Yeah. So, Nick Lachey has barely made an appearance. Oh, he is like the crib keeper. Mm -hmm. Speaking of plastic people. Okay. Have you seen the previews for the new Barbie movie? Oh, no. No, I think it's going to be, it's Margot Robbie. Is that Uh how you say it? I love her. Uh Uh-huh. Guess who Ken is? Who? Ryan Gosling. (laughs) Oh, Please. And so, of course, it's like a comedy or whatever. But people are going crazy because in the preview, I have a picture. It shows uh, a shot of, I'm assuming it's Margot's foot. Don't don't you look at my screen for a second. Okay. Looking away. (laughs) Stepping out of her Barbie shoe and her foot stays in position. (laughs) It stays in, like, look at that foot. In that arch. Of course it does. It's perfect. She's a Barbie. She's literally a Barbie. She's literally a Barbie. And people are freaking out about that shot. Just because it's so perfect. Like, look at her perfect foot and just the the attention to detail (laughs) that they made her step out of her shoe and stay in that position. That's so funny. But it it looks cute. I saw a clip where Ken is like, can I stay the night or whatever? And she's like, why? And he's like, because we're boyfriend, girlfriend. And that's what they do. And she's like, what are we going to do? And he's like, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> I have heard nothing about this. Uh, it looks pretty cute. So it comes out this summer. Okay. And that there's like a million celebrities in it. Hmm. How funny. So, but the foot thing is like everyone's talking about the foot scene. That is so, so weird. Okay. I know. I know. All right. Anything else, Ticklin? I am addicted to, which is probably part of the reason why I haven't dropped into a deep despair of longing. Mm-hmm. Without, you know, seeing you and the weather is um, procreate drawing. Oh, that's right. You had talked about your your drawing. My my drawing addiction. drawing. We got Piper an iPad for Christmas to learn how to draw because your daughter Lainey was into it. And I was like, that's a good hobby. And I started, like, doing it with her. And I was like, this is so fun. So you just draw. I just draw. I do these art tutorials, like, on YouTube. I have become a patron. I pay $15 a month now to this YouTuber because I want all her tutorials, and I do all of her tutorials and just some of my own drawings. Good for you. I started an Instagram channel so I could post stuff. Well, I'll be darned. I know. It's, it's, I'm, I'm literally, if I'm home and I'm not, like, doing something else, I'm drawing. Hmm. I love that for you. I do, too. It's, like. I've always told I've always told myself in the world that I have no artistic ability. Mm-hmm. But now I, you do. I really didn't think I did. And I'm like, it's just about learning. Yeah. Just like everything else in the world. You're an artist. I'm, an, I'm really not. Hey. But yes, I can you are. fake it. You can fake it till you make it. Because Procreate has so many tools. I'm about ready to take my sweater off. Please do. Please. I am in the thickest do. wool sweater. That's cute. <sighs> um, I recently have started therapy. Oh, Therapy. I am going to therapy, and I've bought a book called Soul Therapy. Okay. Do you know of this? I don't think so. It's a book with 365 daily mindfulness prompts. Okay. 
And so every night before I go to bed, I get out my little journal and I read the prompt and I write. That's so good. I know. It's the new me. I, I love it. I bought I bought cowboy pants today <laughs> for a wedding that I'm going to be in. Cowboy. I bought cowboy boots. <laughs> what are cowboy pants? They are. What, They're what, what are cowboys and girls wear. Cowboy pants. Yes, cowboy pants like and jeans. boots. Jeans. Put jeans. Cowboy yeah. jeans. Okay. And I write, I do mindfulness prompts. It's who I am now. So you're like a zen cowgirl? Mostly. You're like the Dalai Lama of if the of the racetrack. Of the West. Of the West. <laughs> <laughs> the wild, wild west. It's wow. me. I love it. It's a new me. I love it too. I need to get to know. The, mm. I mean, you're pretty zen already, but wow, I love. Yeah, I think everybody should go to therapy. I love it. I do too. Lainey's like, she said, "Where are you going?" I, I anyway, I said, "I'm going to therapy." And she's like, "For what?" <laughs> My like, mental like, health. Uh, everybody needs therapy, Lainey. Everybody does. Mm-hmm. Speaking of therapy. <laughs> Oh, no, what did you do? <laughs> Not me. Are you ready for my weird and wacky world? I am, yes. Okay, I have an update for you, Jamie. Okay. I'm going to need you not to look just for a second. Okay, so looking away. I can ask you if the names Maravone and... Yes. Does that ring a bell? Yep. yep. Okay. I, yes, it's the lady that's married to a doll. Yes. Yes, of course. Tragedy has <gasps> struck. Oh, dear God, he's dead. No. Mm-mm. She's We're, dead. No. They broke up. No. They're on the verge, though. Oh, shit. It's holding on by a thread, if you will. Oh, no. No. Okay. Their son has been held hostage. He's been (gasps) kidnapped. Oh, no. Yep. A woman who married a rag doll says her son has been kidnapped and is being held hostage. So I'm just going to read this to you. Oh, Um, no. So her name is Maravone. She married Marcelo. You told us this story weeks ago. Who was given to her by her mother, made her this doll because she was sad she didn't have anyone to let her go to a dance with or something. But then he cheated on her, if yeah. you remember that. Yeah. There was an incident with him and another And she stayed with him woman. because of the children. Of course, because they do have a rag child. They do. So, But tragically, uh, he has disappeared. So let's see. He is being <laughs> held hostage by captors who are demanding 161 euros for his release. Oh, no. So. Um, How much here, is that in our money? Well, I think it's about $150. <laughs> I know. I was like, thought about it. And I was like, wait okay, a second. That's, that's not a lot. That's like the Austin Powers. But, $1 million. Wow. So, oh, shoot. So she has quit her job so that she can search for her child. I think she probably just needs to work and get that money and right. just pay for him. Well, that's what I'm not understanding because so it says that she was sent a video of the ragdoll baby sitting in an, a sitting in a corner of an abandoned building earlier in the week. The concerned mom of 3 said, "It's all too much. I'm oh, terrified." 3 Their yeah. family's grown. This is what I'm not There's several things of this that are not making sense. It's grown astronomically since we last uh-huh. spoke. She says, there's part of me worried they will set him on fire. <gasps> no, not no. fire. She says, I can't sleep. Marcelo, that's... Lazy bastard who won't go out and uh-huh. get a job. She says, Marcelo's up all night calling out his son's name. <laughs> Diego and Carol are sad because they can't understand where their brother is. Maravone, who's the sole earner in the household, has quit her job in a desperate bid to find their son. Why doesn't Marcelo just go look for their son? He's you know not what? working. He's home during the day. Pull your weight, Marcelo. Put the kids in school, Marcelo, and go to work. Yeah. Or go find the baby. Do something. Yeah, anything. She's, she's also enlisted the help of dozens of friends and family members who are all looking for the toy tot. Now, I'm surprised they said toy tot because he's they've, not been, a toy. they've been pretty pro, 
pro-Maravone. So she says, Maravone added, I just love him so much. I'm left here thinking, are they giving him a bath? Are they giving him clean milk? Are they taking good care of him? Okay. Deep down, my mother's intuition is telling me he's fine, but I just don't know what's happening. The worried woman has also uploaded a video to her TikTok account where she's sticking missing posters to lampposts and handing out flyers. This no, is probably my no. favorite shot. <gasps> oh, no. Which reminded me of on my honeymoon in Mexico, there was like a picture on a lamppost like this of a missing dog, but it was like a kid drew the missing dog. It was uh-huh. like a kid's <laughs> drawing of their dog. <laughs> it was the cutest thing I've ever seen. Um, okay. So, <laughs> um, my favorite, wait, let's see. Um, the, backtracking a little bit to okay. ha- this baby, uh, Maravon previously made headlines after live streaming her home birth of Marcelino in front of 200 people. Oh. She gave birth in just 35 minutes, just as the pair returned home from their honeymoon in Rio de Janeiro. So this, this is a quick... So that's telling me that they had had premarital intercourse. Oh, you did the math. I you did the math. You did the math. 35 minutes. I don't. But then again, I don't know the gestational period that's, for a ragdoll. That's the word I was trying to think of was the gestational period. She says, I didn't feel the contractions in pain. Seeing the placenta and the umbilical cord in the blood made it all real. He was here in 35 minutes and he's great. Please tell me there's not a picture. <laughs> not, okay. not of that. My very favorite is this picture of Marcon. Is it Marcon? Marcel? Marcelo. Oh, Marcelo. Marcelo, thank you. (laughs) Laying on the couch. Is he resting? Is he sleeping? It's hard to tell. One of the commenters on TikTok said, Marcelo seems to be very calm about this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bless her. Okay, Mike, I have a lot of questions. mm -hmm. Okay, first of all, why is this making headlines? Um, Second of all, do you think the baby was really kidnapped? Third of all... Where where are the other two siblings? I'm not seeing any pictures of them. For all we know, they're kidnapped, too. For all we know, they're not real. Fourthly, if they just demanded a ransom of $150, but she's got 20 people out helping, dozens of people helping her look. Everybody give her a damn dollar. Exactly. And just give her a dollar. Pay Save the your time. Pay the ransom. But my question is, is this a ploy? Right. Or did somebody really say, this, I'm stealing this baby. I am taking this baby. I am taking this baby. I don't and know. And they put it in some warehouse, and that's why they're asking for 100 rubles. <laughs> like, it's not a high ransom. Yeah. Because they just want, like, they're just, like, is somebody it, tormenting this family? If she made it up, wouldn't she say the, the ransom was like a million dollars? You would think. Like, where did this 161 pounds come from? So, yeah, maybe someone really is messing with them. <laughs> I think the baby's legitimately kidnapped. Maybe it's her mother. She's no, regretting the her whole mother, thing. Her mother, she's not going to hurt her grandchild You're like right. That. You're right. <laughs> she wouldn't. I mean, what with the affair and now things are finally back on the yes. road to happiness. Yes. Now they're hanging by a thread again. They are. And now Marcelo's laying on the couch while she's out there looking for their baby. Wide-eyed and bushy-tailed. <laughs> this is a tragedy. It also brought back memories of, did you have like terrifying pregnancy dreams when you were pregnant? No, I just had vivid dreams. Not, I, yeah, yeah. Not terrifying. I had a dream. I feel like I might have told this story where when I gave birth, this was before I had had my first one, when I gave birth, she came out as a cat. Yes. I think we did talk about that. And in the dream, my mom, like, had pictures of the cat and posted it, (gasps) like, find my grandchild because the cat, you know, ran away. Oh, that's terrible. (laughs) After I gave birth to her. That is terrible. 
So wow. I just thought you would appreciate that update. I do appreciate that. On our that. favorite ragdoll family. And best of luck. Mm-hmm. Best of luck. I know. And for those searching and putting forth all of this effort. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I would be happy to send a check for the ransom. I would And just too, get it yeah. over with. Yeah. But, um, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Call me, I'm going to have to see if there's an update okay. soon. Yeah. yeah. Let's keep checking in on that. Okay. Um, I have a story for you. Okay. It's not a, now we're moving on to different things. We're so out of practice on this podcast. It's fine. Um, I have a question. I have a situation to share with you that I just need to know what your thoughts are. Is this woman crazy? Okay. Or irrational? Okay. So she says, um, I need to know if I am being irrational. So please talk me off this sledge if I am. I'm worried that my boyfriend is cheating on me. Mm. Okay. So here's the story. She said, so we have chores written on the fridge on a whiteboard, like in a whiteboard marker for each other. Okay. His name and my name separately with respective chores underneath. She said, I came home from work about a week ago and noticed a heart and a smiley face drawn next to his name. I literally didn't think anything of it. I just said, hey, why'd you put that next to your name and not mine? (laughs) His response was, I didn't do that. I thought you did it. A few days ago, I got home from work at night to find the shower dripping. Shower's been running. Shower has been good. I honestly didn't think anything of it, but asked if he had showered because he left the water dripping. He said he didn't. Um, So I asked again, let's see, I asked again why the shower was dripping and he just freaked out. His reaction was so explosive and strange that he stopped playing his game and sat in silence for a bit before telling me he was just going to go to bed, canceling our movie and our dinner date that night. The next day he said, Oh, because I left the shower running, I must have had a bitch over. Whoa, that escalated. <laughs> I never said that, nor did I even think about that, honestly. Um, then she goes, anyway, to TMI there. I'm going to skip over that. Okay, today I was taking the washing off the line, and I noticed a T-shirt I'd never seen before. Hmm. Not unusual because he buys himself a lot of T-shirts, but what is very unusual is that it is a size small Corona Extra T-shirt. We're talking about a six foot two male who wears double XLTs. Mm. This would barely fit around his head, and he also doesn't drink Corona. Anyway, I asked him about it, and he said, I saw that. I, went, I was wondering what it was. I thought it was yours. What? I hope to God I'm being unreasonable, and it's just my past showing up in my present, but I feel sick over it. He's been off work for two weeks recovering from surgery. I've never noticed anything like this before in the two years that we've lived together, but now it's happened twice in less than two weeks, and he's had the same answer both times. He says, I'm being ridiculous when I voice my suspicions because we've been together for so long, and he would never do that. I have been cheated on before, but under different circumstances. He's the first partner I've ever lived with, and I'm desperate to be proven wrong, but I also don't want to be naive again. Please give me any insight or advice. Hmm. I mean, it sure sounds like it, (laughs) but he also doesn't seem to be, except that second time, reacting necessarily like somebody who... Is cheating. Yeah. So the hearts on the marker board. Mm-hmm. Is anybody else coming to their house at all? Is my she question. She didn't say. Because A, there's someone living in the attic. A, right. I mean, that's always. A, that's always. It's always an option. That yes. You've got a squatter in your attic or your yeah, crawl space coming up to use the shower. Flirting with your husband. But he's <laughs> been home for two weeks. Yeah. So he. So, so if he they are. There. They are maybe, maybe. His mm-hmm. girlfriend is living upstairs. Maybe. So they're, okay, the the attic squatter is one. The other, I mean, he's being pretty, like, 
like whatever about it. Um, but maybe it's because he's having a girl over and he doesn't realize that she's intentionally doing things to tip oh. to like, do you know what I mean? Like a girl comes over for a little hookup during the day and then writes a heart by his name mm-hmm. just because she can, mm-hmm. right? She's marking her territory. Yeah. She's trying, she's trying to get them caught. Yeah. And he she doesn't wants- realize that she's done this. So he's like, why would I do that? Whatever. Right. He's like thrown off. Like he literally doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Although he would recognize that that was her shirt. If, the, if right. that Corona shirt or right. whatever. But, right. But of course, once it's been found, what, I mean, the backpedaling. That's he has true. to backpedal. So what can he say? Oh, I don't know. I thought it was yours. Yeah. And which is the right play? Absolutely. The right play is the casual, I don't know. I just assumed it was yours. Yeah. Instead of, why would you accuse? The minute yeah. you get defensive. And the shower thing got, like, why are you freaking out? Did he shower with somebody and then she went back in and turned the water on? Right. But then, yeah. And Why not just when say is, he showered? Yeah. Like, why, why would he say, no, I didn't shower, though? Like, why wouldn't he just be like, yeah, I just got out of the shower? I don't know. Maybe he wasn't wet. I don't. Maybe. Check the towels. May, right. There's, There's so other many. evidence. And of, what does that mean? Right. Like, if you if you prove that he showered, then he showered. But it doesn't mean. It doesn't mean anything. He showered with anybody. It's just the denying of the shower. Oh, the shady shower. Maybe it had been running since she left for work that morning. Yeah. And she didn't. I don't know. Yeah. I just. It seems to me. Nine times out of ten. If you suspect someone's cheating, they are. If it quacks like a duck, yeah, it's a duck. Unless you are a perpetually paranoid person that just is jealous of everything. And but she unreasonable. Does, she's yeah. like, I've never even really thought about him cheating. And right. then suddenly there's three things. Yeah, because yeah. the shower thing, I'd be less inclined. But the heart on the marker board mm-hmm. and the, the, the shirt t-shirt. in the laundry. Yeah, that's hard to get. But why do people? Why would you leave your clothes? She's wanting to. Get, she's wanting. This, she's wanting she to is blow this whole thing she up. She is wanting to blow her cover. Mm-hmm. She's wanting him, the girlfriend, to find out and be mad and move out so she can have him all to herself. Because mm-hmm. he sounds like a winner. He sounds like a top-notch fella. <laughs> that being home during the day, like she goes to work and he's just home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could do whatever you want. So everybody in the comments was like, "Put a camera up, Ooh. right? Put out a camera." Put out an audio recorder to try to catch him in the act. Mm. So I don't know. What is your What are your feelings about that? On that, yeah. Um, kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or at least like something outside, like a ring doorbell cam. I mean, yeah, something that's less like invasive, right? Because I feel like there are things I don't want to know. That people do. Yeah. Do you know what? Like, not anything bad, but it's just, I don't, don't like, it feels dirty to, like, put put a camera up and not tell people that they're being recorded or, like, it's such a huge violation of privacy. Yeah. Um, So I wouldn't want that. But at the same time, you want to know. Put a camera, like, on the street so you can see who's parking in front of your house or who's coming into your house. That way you're not invading his, his privacy. privacy because if it turns out nothing's going on and yeah. he finds out, then she's the major bad guy and right. that's and grounds somebody, for breaking up right there. Somebody was saying that she had to talk to her neighbors that have a ring, mm-hmm. if anybody has a ring doorbell and can see it. Oh, yeah. But then again, then that's also then the kind of like, yeah, like really painting a bad picture yeah. of him if he's not the dirty, filthy, cheating bastard that he appears to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's weird though, right? It I mean, because weird. on one hand, like I get where she's coming from, 
But if it, but if he really does, if it's not, I yeah. mean, I don't know. She doesn't want to blow things up for no reason. Yeah, and make a big mess up. Give it another couple weeks. If more things start happening, I like I like filming the house yeah. from afar. Yeah, film the curb. Film from the curb. Where you can see, like, your garage. I had a friend actually catch her husband because her neighbor saw mm-hmm. someone go into his, like, pull their car into their mm-hmm. garage or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, get where you can see your, like, if you have a garage or a carport or the street. Yeah, like film a view that, of your house. Just a view of the outside of your house because then no one's privacy is right. being invaded. And you also— And that's a good safety thing to have anyway. Yeah, and you're not going to want to— if you do not want to see on video what's happening, if she shows you don't. up, you don't. You, want to see you that. don't. It's gonna burn your eyes out. Yeah. And if she goes in the house, then you know. Then you know. You know. Let your imagination yeah. fill in the blanks. And it's probably someone you know. Ugh. Newsflash. Dirty. It's dirty always whore. someone you know. <laughs> <laughs> dirty, dirty whore. Dirty, dirty whore. Okay. Home wrecker. Um. Okay. Good. Okay. I'm glad we solved that. Uh, yeah. Listen to us. Listen to us. Saving the world. Saving the world. I was kind of on like a um, weird and wacky kick when I was looking for weird and wacky stuff before I found the update that I had saved in my Mm. uh, Facebook profile or whatever. I was just like on like the Reddit um, like creepy encounters page. Have you ever been on there? No. Oh, it's good. When we did like some of our like paranormal episodes, I've gotten stuff off there. Um, so is it okay if I just like 180 and just do some yeah. like weird stuff? Yeah. Okay. Let's start with, oh, now my Reddit's freezing. Oh. Some of these are like a listen to your, there was a whole thread about like mom's intuition, mm-hmm. like saving their family. Ooh. And then like people were like posting, oh, it's because I'm not connected to the internet. Please the, hold. The other thing um, while you're doing that we could talk about is okay. with this girlfriend, this girlfriend, boyfriend cheating situation, yeah. that could be paranormal. I mean, right. let that it, we have the, we have the, the hobo in the ceiling mm-hmm. living in the attic. Mm-hmm. We have, it is what it is. And it's this girl coming in. And mm-hmm. we also have that it their house is haunted. Glitch in the matrix. Like glitch in the, or somebody's doing um, uh, astral projecting. Astral project, projecting <gasps> in, what if the girlfriend, oh my hell, the girlfriend is astral projecting into the house and is drawing on the marker board in her dreams. Ooh. You cannot make this up. And shopping. Shopping. For beer t-shirts. <gasps> she orders it via Amazon. Yeah. So it gets in the house. She's a sleepwalker. Oh. She's... She did it in her sleep, like not even her astral self, her literal self. literal self slept walk. And check your Amazon check it account because that shirt might be on there. <laughs> <laughs> or what if it is just the neighbor who just is literally sleepwalking and coming over and doing things when yeah. she when everybody's in bed at night and nobody just knows. <sighs> there's a lot of options. You know, there's a case of a man. There's been several people who have claimed to murder people yes, in, their sleep. in their sleep. Yes. But there's one that they have pretty much proven that went, woke up, drove to his in-laws house. Yes. Have and you heard that yes, one? Yes, I have. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I don't know. I've done a lot of interesting things on Ambien, <laughs> on Ambien in my day. Yes. So. But they have like the one, one of these guys I listened to a podcast about who killed his girlfriend in her sleep. He they did like a sleep study on him mm-hmm. and they he was up doing stuff and they can tell by their brain that they are asleep so do they get so he how how do you deal with that he you, goes to prison for the rest of his you life you have to convince a jury if if you do not do it 
knowingly, it's not murder. Mm. It's an accident. Okay. But you have to convince a jury. And he did not. Mm. Which is very, very difficult to do. Very unfortunate. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Ready. Okay. Here it is. So the first one is uh, titled, Acting Naive Might Have Saved My Life. So she writes a little backstory leading up to this meeting. I grew up in a shady area and would rarely leave home after 7 or 8 p.m. as it was considered dangerous. Going into high school, I got a pit bull. He was a gentle giant who loved everyone and everything. He had some protection work training before he joined our family, but as he was getting older, he retired and I took him home with me. So back to the story, I was at this time 17, female, short, blonde, but very aware of my size. But having a big, scary dog, I felt safe walking alone, and on that very night I had set out to take a longer walk as my dog, let's call him Meatball, really needed to run off some energy. I'm glad she's protecting the identity yes, of her, her dog. dog. Good job. I took him to the woods near my home, and we walked along a gravel path that was partly lit. It was around 11 p.m. and quite dark outside. As we walked, I became aware of the fact there really wasn't anyone else around. We walked for about 10 to 15 minutes before a man turned up behind us. We continue to walk, and I notice he's taking the same turns as me and Meatball. I speed up, feeling my heart beating in my chest. Meatball, who has normally spent his time sniffing at the end of his leash, was now very aware of the situation. He had slowed down, had gotten so close to my leg with full focus on this man. I started turning at every turn I could, and the man followed, even though we were now walking in circles. He started getting closer and closer to us, as I am now sure he is following us. I remember something my father once told me. He said, never let someone follow you as you're most vulnerable from behind. If you get in a situation where you can force your stalker to pass you, do. I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. So I stopped, grabbed onto Meatball's leash. I leaned back in the leash, acting as I have put my entire body weight in. Okay, acting as if she's putting her entire body weight into holding him back. Mm -hmm. So pretending like he's trying to get away. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm aware at this point in my life, I looked small and weak, but as my father is an old veteran, I could fight before I could walk. And even holding Meatball back was not a task as I was stronger than I looked. Well, I called out, trying to sound as naive as I could, hoping that if I did have to fight, I would surprise him with my strength. Excuse me, my dog really does not like people, and I can't hold him back when he lunges. If I step to the side, could you pass us so I have a chance of holding him back? As I say this, Meatball starts barking, growling, and snapping towards the man, who has now stopped, looks me up and down, stares at Meatball, and turns around, not saying a word. He left quickly, and I called my parents and asked them to meet me, as I now realized he could easily hide anywhere on our walk back. My dad shut up only a few minutes later, baseball bat in hand. Mm. Holy cow. I know. Um, Smart. So, a couple of things. Kay. First of all, 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. Woods by your house. Don't do Don't it. walk in the woods. Don't have you do learned it. nothing? No. Not safe. No, you don't go in the woods. You never go in the woods. No, not even in the day. Not even in the day and not even with meatballs. Yeah. But that does make a lot of sense. I wonder what would happen if that if somebody was following you and you just turned around and started walking towards them. Walking towards If yeah. it would be enough that it would like trip them up, you know, yeah. trip them up. I'd and, never heard that don't let them follow you mm -hmm. let them pass like that's a really smart thing because you don't know and then you're constantly looking behind your back mm -hmm. i like just yeah i like the idea of spinning around and just going at them or just standing there yeah and i mean because then at least it throws them off yeah um enough that takes away their edge of power right of like right because yeah. you're not afraid and you're not vulnerable and you're not like yeah you know like it puts you in control yeah a little bit degree. yeah to yeah. some degree um, that reminds me, the other day I was 
in the car with Lainey and a friend of hers. And I can't remember what what brought it up, but something about being kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And I just launched into this whole conversation with them about how you don't ever allow anybody to take you to a second location. Yep. And and after I dropped her friend off, I thought, my hell, psycho mom. <laughs> you know, I'm yes. sure she went home and was like, wow, Lainey's mom's she's got, crazy. She's got a whole safety lesson. Because I'm like, you don't ever... You do not let somebody take you to a second location. It's true. But here, okay, I fully agree with that. If you can do anything you can not to get taken to the second location. Mm -hmm. But I was also listening to a podcast where this man was stalking women at the mall. Mm -hmm. And the first woman had her kid. And he was, like, telling her what to do and go to the bank and get... And she just mm-hmm. did everything he said. Uh-huh. And then the second... And she survived. He left her. Uh-huh. The second woman put up a fight and he killed her. So... But I don't think I that's don't, yeah. the norm. Well, and I think, too, your odds... I mean, yeah. I, I just think fight for it. I Even if somebody says... If you make a sound, I'm going to do this yeah. or that. I'm going to take that chance. They're betting on you not. They're yeah. betting because if... And if, you're just going to kill me in broad, like, public? If there's or, anybody around anywhere to hear you, yeah, yeah make, a, you make fight. a whole scene. You fight. Did you, like, do you remember back in the 80s when kidnapping was all the rage? Oh, yes. Um, and there was the whole thing of, like, safe houses. Mm-hmm. And you would, it was like you could go in, like, your... And they had the little dog the little on house. them. Yes. The little, yeah, it, the McGruff house. McGruff, McGruff house. house. I remember, like, practicing, like, how, like scouting them all out and like so you knew where barging the... into my neighbor's house and being like I just wanted to make sure that your door was open because if I ever am getting kidnapped I'm coming here I freaked the crap out of them <laughs> just barged in like you're a safe house they're like what's wrong I'm like just wanted to test it just needed to know <laughs> just, needed... just needed to know <laughs> they were literally my next door neighbor so I think I probably could have just made it home yeah. yeah but I remember freaking them out when wow. I just barged in there that is awesome McGruff the crime dog don't you think it would that would be a great cover for a kidnapper, though. Oh my gosh! I mean, nobody's vetting those people that are getting the signs. That? Like, if I was a kidnapper, now I'm giving ideas to kidnappers. <laughs> but McGruff, I would slap the McGruff are... sign in my window yes. and let them come to me. Yes. Yeah. So, surely someone must. Surely have somebody that. must. Have, maybe that's why you don't see them anymore. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe now they're oh all like, gosh. yeah. They had to ban them for that the very reason. It was a wild time. It's one of those things that seemed like such a real threat. Yeah. Like, like I mean, you were literally all, like, exactly. Yeah. Like, you could literally be kid, kidnapped at any moment's notice or be swallowed by quicksand. Swallowed and by quicksand. And you had to be prepared for both. You did. And the fact that we survived the 80s is really uh, pretty remarkable. It really is. Because yeah. the threat was huge. Kidnapping, yeah. quicksand, um, Driving without seatbelts, oh, yeah. um, just lighting hitchhiking, on fire, being lit on fire, literally like there instantaneously. Was a, there was a lot of stop, drop, and roll training. A lot in the of 80s. training. A lot of it. We stopped, dropped, and rolled on like a monthly basis. Oh, for sure. Don't for know sure. anyone who I have no who's just accidentally caught on fire. <laughs> no, except your hair. I mean, my hair once. <laughs> <laughs> and in that instance, I did not stop, you drop, or roll. Did not. Uh, Okay, let me give you, um, I need an opinion. Okay. Okay, this this is about um, a couple in Massachusetts, um, and I'm just going to read it. Okay. Um, Okay, it says, um, this man met his fiancée while they were taking the same puppetry class in their school's performing arts program. Oh, 
sweet baby angels. Sweet baby angels with their puppets. I love them. While designing their own puppets, they used them to flirt with each other. He named his puppet Hat Boy, and she named hers Daisy. Wait, how old are we talking? Um, we're talking high school. Okay, aw. Um, well, they were in high school, yes. Okay. The um, So they used their, ooh. He said they still use their puppets at home and at a local theater where they perform puppet shows. Aww. So they have, these puppets are literally like, like characters in their life. Yeah. So he writes, while planning our wedding, we realized we wanted Hatboy and Daisy to be a part of our wedding ceremony. They've been a part of us since the beginning, and it just felt right. We also invited our entire troop of puppeteers from the theater and got the idea that we should have our wedding completely officiated by puppets, um, which is cute and endearing. I love it, actually, Um, so much. Well, you won't. Oh, shoot. And that our wedding parties would be made of puppets um, and our closest puppeteer friends. So, okay, so puppets are their bridesmaids, their best men, yada, yada, yada. But it's like a person and their puppet? And their puppet, yeah. Well, of course, because they're puppets, they can't act themselves. (laughs) But I not just the puppets. I hate to ruin, like, the theater. (laughs) The the mystique. Um, Yeah. So they said, we figure it'll make for incredible pictures, which, Mm. great, that's fun. Okay. I don't know if if that's going to come through well in a still photo. Yeah, so here is where they're not sure if they're being the assholes. Okay. Um, we're insisting that all of our guests also participate and use puppets. Oh, shoot. Now we've gone too okay. far. Now they're going to go even farther. We've at, In lieu of gifts, we've asked everyone to purchase high-quality, but not nearly the quality of professional puppets, um, but high-quality puppets to use during our wedding. We took the guesswork out of it and directed them to several vendors, some of who offer some really cool options. Everyone could realistically expect to spend between $150 and $500 depending on what sort of details and whatnot they wanted. Um, they explained that they want their guests to wear their puppets the entire wedding reception, so they have to be placed on their arms. Um, and they told the guests that the puppets can be controlled with one hand, so they have one hand that's going to be tied up. The idea was that the puppets are also their guests. Okay. Um, they found out most of the guests weren't too thrilled about having to carry a puppet around, more specifically, the couple's families had problems with it as they found the request to be completely unreasonable. Their main concerns, or their many concerns, revolved around how they're supposed to eat, drink, or dance. <laughs> the couple had exceptions for not using the puppets while going to the bathroom, but wanted the puppets on their guests' hands during the entire wedding. Wow. There's more. Um, the poster said, We also made sure that our hors d'oeuvres are all finger foods. There will be plenty of cocktail tables so people can put down their drinks, not their puppets. <laughs> Um, we even made sure that all of the food for itself for I'm sorry, all the food for the dinner itself is portioned so that it can be eaten in bite sizes just with forks without having to like wow, cut it with a knife. They've really thought of they everything. They have thought of everything. We really think this would make for a special day. We only get to do it once and think that it will be an event that all of our guests will remember for a lifetime. We have a hard time believing that once there, they wouldn't have a blast, he concluded, saying that the request is silly but harmless. In a comment made to Newsweek, the original poster explained how he and his fiancée have done a lot for their friends' and family's weddings, and they want that same respect back for theirs. Okay. We've bought plane tickets, hotels, clothing, gifts, and we loved every minute of it because we love our fam- friends and family. We're asking for an evening of indulging in our dream wedding, and we guarantee everyone will have an incredible time and remember it, he said. Um, <laughs> let's see. He said, if you're planning on attending a wedding but are unsure of how much to spend on a wedding gift, traditional wedding etiquette says that you should make an educated guess about how much money the wedding couple spends on the wedding reception per person, um, and the average is somewhere between one and two hundred dollars. Hmm. Yeah, 
So what do you think? Wedding presents. Um, um, yeah. What do, What do you think? Okay. Part of me thinks it's it would actually be like really memorable. Mm-hmm. Like looking around, everybody's on a puppet. They probably have a lot of theater type friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, my best friend in college, one of my best friends, dated a puppeteer because she was like a theater person, uh-huh. and I could see them doing something like this. Yeah. But at the same time, like you've you've got friends and family members that are not anywhere in that life that you you know what I mean right they're outside the realm of your like theater people and your puppeteer people mm-hmm. that like that's a lot of money to spend on a puppet that's a lot see and that and I get the in lieu of gifts but you can't assume that people are spending a hundred and fifty dollars on your wedding gift yeah although I heard recently the stat on how much people spend not on the gift but on the wedding like the outfit, the travel is around $500 to go to a wedding. Yeah. and But what about people with, um, but if you're looking at couples, yeah, that's two puppets. That's true. If okay, everyone, so that's ha- doubling. That's if you're bringing doubling. kids, you, your kids have, your to have, kids a, have to have a puppet. If every guest has to have a puppet, you're looking at a family of four that's spending $1,000 on a damn puppet. And then what? And then, wh- yeah, where do the puppets go? Do they does the wedding couple keep the puppets? I don't know. Are and they gonna have a puppet room full and, of right. two hundred puppets? And even more so, is my arm gonna be tired? So tired. I mean, if you're not used to being a puppeteer, Imagine if you're not a puppeteer, holding your arm up for three hours. Yeah, and dancing. No, what I'm if sorry. I don't want to dance with the puppet? Yeah. No. What if my puppet wants to dance with somebody I don't want to dance with? My pu- <laughs> non-consensual puppet dancing. That is. Awkward. Here's what I'm doing. I'm enlisting my little sister Lindsay. Let me tell you why. Okay. For about three or four solid years of our childhood, every gift she gave to someone, birthdays, Mother's Day, Father's Day, anniversary, sock puppets. Okay. Now, let me tell you what these sock puppets were made out of. Obviously, the sock out of the stray sock sock basket, the unmatched sock, and cat food. (laughs) Cat food ice. (laughs) What? Yes. Yes, we had a cat and... Cat food makes the perfect eyes for they a do, the puppet. Little... Uh huh. Yeah. And then you just take a little red marker, make a mouth, and that's it. Bada boom, bada boom. You know, and I would actually be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Like to say, hey, if you were asking you to bring a puppet, you can bring a sock puppet, paper you bag, can, puppet. paper bag puppet. I am actually okay with that. Yeah. Because then it might be fun for people to make their own puppets. Make your own puppets. Like, make a fun puppet and bring it. You can even get, like, puppet kits at Hobby Lobby for, like, 20 bucks. Yeah, and you can decide the weight of your puppet. That You know, I mean. Because I imagine a $150 puppet's not. So Lincoln had, you know, remember the um, guy from the, oh, my gosh, the Muppets? Yeah. The two old men puppets that had the mustache. I loved them. Yes, the hecklers. Yes, Lincoln has one. I love the hecklers. Because when Lincoln was little, he kind of, for whatever reason, kind of liked puppets. I remember that. So he has has the whole puppet with the little thing that moves its arm and everything. Anyway, but they're. Big and they're, they're heavy, heavy yeah. and they're—I mean, not heavy, heavy—but to hold your arm up in that, yeah. And then if you want them to move, you have to use like the little stick to manipulate their arms. So you really do not have yeah. a free hand. No, uh, when I was like a choir leader in the kids' primary, oh. just raising my arm for like thirty minutes to direct music, was I was tiring. like, that is tiring. So I—I yeah. I don't think they realize that the human body probably is not equipped to hold up a puppet for three hours and, and to make it interact. And is there a requirement that you throw your voice? That that was my next question. I mean, because we all have the man in our mouth. Yes. But I <laughs> Does don't... Does puppet self need a different voice than me? Can you talk without moving your lips? 
No. I had a vent- <laughs> I had a ventriloquist doll. You did? Yes, his name was Charlie McCarthy. And he had a monocle oh. and a hat. I think I told you this. We we used to dress him up and play president with oh. him. <laughs> I know, it's weird. My sister used to hang him from obscure places in the house to scare the shit out oh, of me. Oh, yeah. Under my bed, from my closet mm-hmm. door, from the lights. That's exactly um, what sisters do. With his gaping mouth open. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um... But I got I got a book on how to do your voice. And so oh. you just close your mouth like this. Mm-hmm. Hello, how are you doing? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> Thank you. And then it teaches you how to like, because you, you can't do ba, yeah. but you can do, do da. Oh. I'm dancing a doll. Uh-huh. And so like how to like manipulate dancing your voice. Doll. And you can't do peas, right? So you, what do you do for peas? I'm tees. pretty sure. Tees. I'm pretty sure that you can do teas <gasps> if you try hard enough. That was Thank you. Guy, I think your microphone was blocking the camera. Okay. You're going to have to. I'm going to have to do it again. Uh-huh. Okay. So I'm pretty sure that you can do your tease if you practice enough. <gasps> so anyway, and I'm I a rookie. I had but no idea that you had this hidden talent. I do have this talent. And I mean, it's not polished. Yeah. But if you are, if you have not read the book, how are you going to know? <laughs> right. <laughs> Everyone's going to have mean, to practice. Yeah. My thing. Kids would love that wedding. Yeah, I mean, it would I be hope fun. it's not a child-free no, wedding. No, I, I, what I really wish, what I'm hoping is that these people, um, I mean, this is, I, well, no, I'm sure the wedding is over by now. What I wish is I that they would have been more creative and said, everybody, just create, just make a puppet. Yeah, just make a yeah. puppet and show up with a puppet. And, yeah, and that would be fun and memorable. And then and, the like hardcore people that were into it could spend the money and you know get yeah, the cool the puppeteers. Yeah. It's an excuse to it's get another totally one. Totally something my friend Becky Baird that I was mentioning would have done. Oh. But she didn't marry a theater guy. But her yeah. wedding was all theater. It was all. Well, I think that sounds really fun. Yeah. Um, but I think that you that like read the room. Yeah. And these, these crazy requests for weddings are tricky because I get that it's your day and you want it to go how you want, but you that can only go so far right. and can't really extend to like now you have to do all these things. Right. It's like you can only control what you right. do and the things you can plan. You can't really control how your guests and, behave. And, and don't demand things from uh-uh. people who are coming because let's, you know, I mean, really weddings, it's a lot of effort on everyone yeah. involved, mm-hmm. right? And And so don't make it. Can we yeah. see now that people are having like dress codes, like you have to wear pastels to my wedding, or you have to wear all black, or whatever? Gross. Yeah, gross. Just show up. I know. Bring a gift. Don't bring a gift. Get just show off up. The registry. Twenty bucks. Yeah, like it doesn't. Ha- I don't even give a rip if Mm-mm. you bring. Just come. Just be just there. Just come and have fun. Just show up. Just do it. I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna read another okay. quick one. Okay. About scariness. Okay, please We're, do. I'm ping ponging real hard. Okay. That's okay. Love okay. it. I know. All right. So uh, my family and I are from Australia, and back in 2007, we decided to take a month-long holiday to America. We traveled from L.A. up the West Coast and then back through Nevada. We did this by renting a car and doing the whole vacation road trip style. One night, we were traveling toward Lompoc and stopped in Santa Barbara for the night to sleep. We drove around a while looking for a decently priced motel that wasn't too bring-your-own-UV-light, if you know what I mean. (laughs) My mom and dad found a place that looked okay and went inside to inquire about the price of a room for the night while my sister and I stayed in the car and listened to music on our iPods. There's your first mistake. Not bringing the kids in? Leaving them in the car in some shady town. Yeah, true. We were bopping along to the Frey album I had bought that day when my sister removed her headphones and said, Look at mom. What is she doing? 
I look up out of the window and can see into the reception of the motel and see my dad talking to the manager and my mom displaying very cold and odd body language. She's usually very friendly with staff everywhere, so this was odd for her. What's wrong with her, I said to my sister as we kept a close eye on them. My mom was standing behind my dad with her arms crossed and looking around the place as if she was on guard for something, as if her hypervigilant senses had kicked in. After some time, my mom and dad get back in the car and discuss what to do about staying the night. My dad stated we wouldn't find anywhere cheaper for the night, and he was hungry and ready for dinner, so we better just stay here. Plus, it was the last room available, so we would have to make a quick decision. To his dismay, my mom disagreed. I don't like this place. I have a bad feeling, said my mom. My dad argued on, getting more and more irritated that my mom couldn't explain what she didn't like about this place, until my mom finally snaps and yells over my dad, saying, We are not staying here. Effing hell, fine, my dad says as he starts the car back out of the motel driveway. At this point, my sister and I are looking at each other like, what the F just happened? But we stay quiet as mom seems on edge. Anyway, we end up finding a place to stay that mom approved of and bunkered down for the night. In the morning, we're all bustling around the motel room getting ready for the day when my dad turns up the TV to hear a news story about a shooting at the motel my mom didn't want to stay at. Turns out, 15 minutes after we left, a couple walked in and booked that last room, and the man that was behind them shot them because they took the last room. Oh, what? We all turned to look at my mom, who's standing there wide-eyed, watching in horror. I told you I had a bad feeling about that place, she said to my dad, who was pretending not to listen. (laughs) Moral of the story is always trust your gut, or better, your mom's gut. Your mom's gut. It's a real thing, people. Your mom's gut is right. It's real. It's freaking real. It's so true. And then, I mean, all the comments are people telling mother's intuition story. Mm. Although... I have a slightly hard time, you know, how I don't trust feelings. Yes. Well, this is part of it because I love the idea of trusting your gut. Huge fan mm-hmm. of trusting your gut. But but anxiety is also a thing. Right. So and if you like, have anxiety gut, you're going to miss out on a lot of things. Yes, because you're having a bad feeling about things. And how many times have I been like, oh, I feel really uneasy about this and no one listened and we did it and of course nothing happened right and then the next time it's like well you're now the mom that cried wolf yeah because you're just scared of everything you have no mom intuition you're just a bag of anxiety yes so it's like when to listen but i think there are certain things that there are certain time i I mean when it comes to like you can be anxious about like doing something or Mm -hmm. but like when you're in those situations where like it's an uncomfortable, like it's an unsafe feeling. Yes. I think that's it's that thing of like something all of a sudden feels really weird. There's that energy in the air that makes your hair stand up, or it's just like, a different. It's like when normally you wouldn't be nervous about. Yeah, it. like she's been staying at weird motels for yeah. this entire road trip, and something about it fell off. Yeah, that's when you're like, okay, listen, yeah. it's not like someone's inviting me to go ride a helicopter over a volcano. Right. Like, right. No, that seems scary. Like. Yeah. No, you're, yeah. Yeah, you're just, I've stayed at some seedy motels in my so day. <laughs> because Jake thinks it's an adventure. Oh. He's like, like, he'll see these places that are like, you know, from old murder movies. And he's like, oh, wouldn't it be so cool? No, nope, it's not cool. No. It's not cool to stay in a place that looks like there's a serial killer in every room. That, That's like, not cool. The one that the guy literally drilled holes in every room so he could go through the attic and yeah. spy on all yeah. of his guests. Like that's not not so fun for me. But we've mm-hmm. it's happened a few times that we've stayed in places that I'm like, 
on mm-hmm. high alert because mm-hmm. it's sketchy as and hell. Then you don't sleep. No, and you don't trust it. Yeah. The last one that we stayed in, we were in Oregon, I think, and I don't know what happened, but it was bad. Really. And I literally laid on the bed. Oh. Didn't move. I didn't. I couldn't put my pajama. It was just terrible. It was yeah. gross. Everything about it was gross. My kids are now like, are we staying at a sketchy hotel or a nice one? Like how sketchy on a scale? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, we've stayed at some sketchy ones. We flew there. into Philadelphia. Um, did we go to Philadelphia or Pittsburgh? I can't remember. Somewhere I think in that's Pennsylvania. The same city. Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh. I think it's the same, same thing. Same thing. We'll I don't know the difference. So, um, but we had we flew in. Um, late or we flew in really, really late one night, like at two in the morning or something. Mm. I can't remember, but so we basically just needed a few hours yeah. and because we had an early morning thing we had to be to. And we pull up to this place clear across the country, right? And like not necessarily a great area. Right. And I, it, I was like, oh, in West shit. Philadelphia, it's like yeah. where Will Smith got in a fight. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. Um, what's the song? When I walk through the valley, of yeah. the <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's totally it. It is. Um, and then one time I went to California by myself. Oh. And I stayed in a ho- like in a motel by myself. Yeah. And it apparently a lot of truck drivers also stayed Ooh. in the motel. It's like a by the hour place. No, it wasn't that <laughs> seedy, but it was like it was one that it's you know like it has its own outdoor right entrance, freeway, which yeah. I didn't love that. Yeah. And so I just took a lot of sleeping medication so that if, in fact, I were to die in my sleep, it would literally be in my sleep. You'd just I wouldn't sleep wake through up it. for it. Smart. So, I mean, maybe not the best approach, but you otherwise know, you would have been up all night. I would have been a edge. hot wreck. I think that's a probably a good idea. Yeah. So push those feelings down. Push them down. Push them down. Step on them. Medicate them. Yep. Over medicate them. <laughs> Over medicate those feelings. So you have no sensory, like you can't uh-huh. have a bad feeling because uh-huh. it is so embedded yeah. and deep and buried. Yeah. And then go to sleep. And then let me know how that therapy's going. Yes, I will. Okay. I will. <laughs> Thank okay. you. You're welcome. All right. Well, we're okay. about out of time. Yes. Um, we are back. We're gonna try we're so gonna, hard yeah. to be more back. We're gonna we're gonna commit to we're that. We're gonna be right backer. Now. We are. Well, yep. Okay. Okay. Love you. Love you all. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Truth Fairies Pod. And send us an email at truthfairiespod at gmail.com. Truth Fairies is hosted and produced by Brooke Flake and Jamie Garn. Original music by Greg Hale.